Good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRNAM for Monday, August 15th, 2022. And our top story today, thinking of selling a car? Well, which buying site offers you the most money? Well, joining me now to discuss this and a lot more is Josh Colbert. He is a journalist with financebuzz.com. Josh, so great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, and, and I want to get into this analysis that you and the Finance Buzz team did, but let's kind of set it up. It's hard to buy a new car. They're more expensive. You're buying them above cost now, and it's hard to buy a used car. But on the flip side, you and the Finance Buzz team did an analysis of selling a used car. So if I or a member of the audience has a used car, you guys explored the services that exist. What can you tell us? Yeah. So, uh, you know, part of the car buying, selling process, all of it um, is sort of exploring your options. Where can you get the best deal? Um, you know, a good uh, part of buying a new car is if you trade in or sell an old car that can go a long way towards helping you, you know, get to what you want on, on the new end. Um, and because this is such a widespread industry and such a major industry, um, new, new and exciting ways to sort of explore both buying and selling have emerged. And one of those uh, avenues or industries is online retailers that will allow you to put in information about your car, you put in the VIN number, the mileage, the condition, that kind of thing. Just put it in. And in just a couple of minutes, they'll give you a, a legitimate offer for the amount that they're willing to pay for your car. So we decided to look at some of the most popular of those options, CarMax, Carvana, and Vroom, uh, three of the bigger ones. CarMax and Carvana in particular, most people have probably heard of, lots of commercials. Carvana, we know, got the car vending machines for when you buy, but they've been rolling out commercials recently talking about, we'll come right to your yard, we'll pick it up out of the driveway, we'll hand you a check, and we'll, we'll take your car away if you want to sell it to us. Yeah. So we, and, we put, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. We put, finish your, finish your yeah, car. We put a, a hundred, you. Yeah, you're good. We put a uh, hundred different cars into each of these three sites, the same car into all three, and um, just compared the offer we got on each of them and to find which ones uh, give you the most and, and least amount for your used car. And, and you know, many of the people who are watching this program are very familiar probably with like Carfax uh, to get some of the information about the car online. They're also probably familiar with things like Kelly Blue Book that have comparisons. How, when you when you took a look at these three services, and by, by the way, I love the commercial, and I always like looking at the car vending machine that exists at some of these. I mean, it's pretty cool, actually, when you think about it. Um, did, did you see a, a wide dispersion between what Vroom, CarMax, and Carvana uh, offered in terms of a used vehicle? We did, actually. There was a very clear winner across the 100 vehicles we looked at. And to be clear, we looked at cars, trucks, SUVs, vans even um, were included. So we, we tried to sort of diversify a little bit just to make sure it wasn't one way or the other. Lots of different mileages, lots of different ages of cars. No matter what, there was one clear winner, and that was CarMax. Um, across the 100 vehicles, the average offer that CarMax gave was over $1,000 higher than Carvana's and Vroom's. Um, and if you look at like SUVs, it was almost $1,500 higher. So 
very, very clearly, CarMax had the best offer. Uh, and I think they had the, the number one offer 66% of the time, so two-thirds of, of the time. Uh, they had the best offer, and the average offer was was significantly higher. So that, that really was uh, the clear winner through our analysis. And so any... I know you guys looked into this and it's pretty impressive. You guys, I mean, it seems like a car enthusiast dream is to price out a hundred different cars. I have a few, you know, like the Lamborghini Countach and the Ferrari, but I'm sure those weren't ones that you, you looked at because those are probably pretty exotic and pretty expensive. But is there any rationale as to why one car company may have a better price? You would think they're pulling from the same information. I, again, I don't know this and, I, and your confirmation would, would be helpful. But why the disparity, do you think? We don't have a sort of a definitive answer there, but I think something that probably helps um, for CarMax in particular is they're the most recognizable of the three names. They're the biggest, they have the widest network. They've been around the longest. I think they just have more resources at their disposal and they've probably done the math and said, hey, it's worth it for us to make sure we get these cars and, and get them in our lot because then we can resell them at, at an even bigger profit. I'm sure they've got all the calculations and spreadsheets that say, as long as we buy it at this level, we can sell it at this level because the market is this hot. And they have more resources probably than their competitors um, that makes it sort of probably worthwhile for them to be giving these offers that are so much higher than yeah. uh, the other sites. And, and how do you think this compares? I'm not saying you did this ex exploration, but there's some people who they have a used car and they either want to post it themselves, which I think is fraught with challenges, or they want to go to a local dealer to buy the car back. Any sense, again, I, I know you just looked at these three online companies, but how does this compare if I go to my local Audi dealer to turn back in my Audi to get a, a not a Porsche, but like a, a, Vol a Volvo or something? You know, it's going to depend heavily on really how above board your dealer is and how good they are at at actually pricing things out and taking a look at it. But one thing that no matter what you can do, if you do want to do something like that, I think I would suggest check out what the offers are on these websites, because then you have an actual offer in hand you can take. So if that dealer in person gives you something less, you can go, hey, look, CarMax is going to give me more. Are you sure that's the best offer you can give me? Um, or uh, vice versa. If, if you go and they give you a better offer, you go, all right, cool. I priced it out. I knew what my low point is. And this is a bonus. This is, this is icing on the cake because this dealer in person is offering me even more. Um, yeah. so I think that's, that's what I'd recommend. Yeah. And it, it seems like it's almost like buying a house. You got to look at the comparables in the neighborhood. Uh, so you want to look at different vehicles and see what the pricing looks like and, and what you can get. Cause if you're the seller, you want to get the most possible. If you're the buyer, you want to pay the least possible. Josh, I need to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll get some tips on how to list your vehicle or how to go about selling your used car. You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, 
the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses, I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers. This free book reveals little-known secrets about annuity strategies that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. Call right now for your free book. And as a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, both absolutely free, for calling Annuity General today. Call 800-504-8194. Welcome back. We're talking this morning to Josh Cobert of Finance Buzz. Josh, thanks so much for sticking with us this morning. Of course. Thanks for having so me again. Yeah, I'm so glad you didn't zoom off, pun intended. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some tips. If I'm thinking about selling my car, and you, you already kind of laid out that one vendor over another gets a better, gives the viewer a vendor, a viewer, gives the seller a better rate. But what are some things that I need to think about when I'm getting my car ready to go to a CarMax, a, a, a Vroom, or a Carvana, or somewhere else? How do I get my car to get the best deal possible for myself? So first and foremost, really important is to have some of the, the main details they're going to ask you for. Make sure they're accurate. Um, you know, you can put in the VIN number. A lot of times they might have existing data on the car. But another thing they all ask for is mileage. Make sure you have very accurate mileage. Um, that can go a long way towards determining your offer. Um, you know, if it's way off when you try to hand it in or deliver it, that could impact it, whether they, they change what they're going to give you. Um, also, be as honest with yourself as possible about the condition, but if it's close to uh, the way these car companies ask on these websites is, you know, is it in great condition, good condition, okay condition, or poor condition? If you're on the border between okay and good or good and great, uh, you can probably be pretty safe to take the better one, say, say it's in great condition or say it's slightly better than it is. As long as it's not an egregious uh, difference between the actual condition and what you say it is, um, that can can bump up your offer a good amount and, and put more money back in your pocket. And it's very unlikely that a car company like this, uh, again, unless it's like super different from reality, is going to call you on it or try to reduce an offer once they see it. Um, part of this process is convenience for the seller and it's convenience for the, the buyer as well. They just want to sort of get it in. And as long as it's close to what you say, they're going to just stand by the offer they gave you initially. And when I turn that car in, do I have to bring just some things, documents, uh, the titling? Um, let's just say you're coming off of a lease because a lot of people lease cars now. They also buy. They're coming off a lease. You got to bring the, the titling and, and 
proof of insurance and everything in order to port that over to the buyer, correct? Um, it depends a little bit. I think there's different regulations, uh, state to state, but yeah. I've actually used one of these services before. Um, years ago, I sold a car, my car stopped running, the motor didn't go. Um, and they came right to the, the parking lot of the apartment where I live, picked it up, put it on the tow truck. All I had to do was sign the back of the title and I handed it to them. They handed me a check there in the parking lot. That was it. It was done. They, so, um, you know, make sure you know, based on where you live, exactly what's required. But it is uh, generally a pretty simple process. Again, the whole reason these websites exist and this process exists is for convenience. And uh, that's that's uh, another aspect of it. it. It is a pretty quick process once you finally get down to deciding to hand it over to sell it. Uh, Josh, are there certain age ranges of cars? So, for example, are they looking for five-year-old and under cars? What about a 10-year-old car? You know, I, I know you mentioned condition, but a 12-year-old Honda Accord, for example, they're built to like last for hundreds of thousands of miles. So are those as attractive um, and, and are those desired by some of these sites? There is still a market for all of those, depending on the age. And But obviously the amount they're willing to give goes down and down and down based on mileage and age. But um, we found, you know, like so part of this, we tried to have as wide a spread of vehicle types as possible. We looked at cars as old as 2001, so 20 year old cars were part of our analysis. And all three sites will offer at least the average amount they offered for cars from 2001 to 2009 was at least $1,500. As long as it ran, which we, we indicated, as long as the engine worked, you can still get a pretty good amount for those old cars and um, even mileage. Um, mileage mattered even less than age. Um, you know, we, we found the cars that we put in that 150,000 miles or more on them. Um, the average uh, offer from those three sites was almost $3,000 for those still too. Again, as long as you say they're in good running condition. So um, that is not, of course, the same as super new cars. You know, cars from the last five years, the average offer was almost 20 grand. Um, cars with less than 50,000 miles was almost 25 grand. So obviously newer cars do bring in a better offer, but you can still get a decent amount of money for older cars. And considering you've probably gotten a ton of value out of driving them for years and years and years at this point, just getting you know a couple hundred bucks or a couple thousand dollars in your pocket for something like that is probably gonna feel pretty good based on what you've already gotten uh, value-wise from that vehicle. Josh, last question. Uh, you mentioned writing over the title or endorsing the title. Again, it's gonna vary by state to state. What about car insurance? Um, do I need to do anything? Once I hand that car over to a Carvana, a Vroom, CarMax, or someone else, do I need to notify my insurance vendor, my Geico, my State Farm, none of whom are endorsed or are sponsors here, but do I need to do anything in order to ensure that my car insurer is notified? Uh, yeah, I, I would highly recommend doing that mostly so you stop paying premiums on that car. If you, you know, you shouldn't pay for coverage if it's not your car. You're not driving it anymore. So let them know you no longer are in possession of the car. So it's off your policy and you don't have to worry about paying for it uh, more than anything. Save yourself a couple bucks there as soon as you can once it's not your car anymore. Yeah, really, really smart. Josh, really want to thank you very much. Great analysis by you and the Finance Buzz team. And uh, thanks so much for joining us. We look forward to having you back on the program again very soon, my friend. Thank you. That wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, somebody you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest security news on lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more all in one place, check out today's edition 
of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content? Well, visit our website and, of course, our streaming partners. We're back again tomorrow for another edition of BRN AM. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device.